toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. I am excited for our deep dive conversation today. So in our couple previous episodes, we've been talking about the new year and new beginnings, whether you're listening to this at the new year or not, but we create a sankalpa or a word of the year to connect to our heart's deepest desire. We have this vision, maybe we're doing like manifestation practices, and we feel like we've started off really well. And then maybe a month or two or maybe several months in, we start experiencing what I call hiccups or things just aren't quite going the way we had truly envisioned them. Even though our our intention is in a heart-centered place, we're just not seeing uh, kind of the fruits of our labor. And I can relate to this on a personal level. I'm going to share a brief story with you in regards to my healing journey and how I think this applies and how it could apply to many of you. So several years ago, I had been struggling with a digestive autoimmune condition. 
And my biggest heart's desire truly was to heal, to heal my intestines, to not have all the digestive and the brain fog issues that I was having as a result of it. So I created a an intention statement for the year. And it was simply, I am healed from this disease. And I would say this to myself over and over. It was like this mantra, every meditation I did, every yoga class that I did, it was constantly, I am healed. And several months down the road, I still was not healed. In fact, sometimes things got worse. And I was like, what is this like? a destiny for me. I just could not imagine going through another month trying to raise two young kids at the time and having just no energy and just stomach pain. And then I had to really pull back and say, well, is my belief system truly rooted in I am healed? And when I looked at kind of the typical day for myself, I had this flash of insight that said, Brenda, You're not actually living day to day like a healed person with energy would have. Like you're wrapped up in negative self-talk. You're wrapped up in old beliefs of like, oh, if I could just get through till about 3 p.m. And I was scheduling my whole day expecting to not have enough energy, expecting to feel lousy by the end of the day. So thus my day looked very different than what a quote unquote, healthy, truly healthy person would would live their life out. This is where I realized, okay, I'm not really living in alignment, true alignment with what my intention was for that year. So we're going to dive deep into some practices, some holistic tools you can use to begin to, as I say, turn the barge, (laughs) because for some of us, if we have been stuck in an old pattern of thinking, for me, it was, I'm sick, there's something wrong with me, I, you know, I need to be fixed. And that was a very old ingrained pattern I was still operating from, like, how do we slowly begin to turn that barge and align with what we really do want? Hmm. I love that story because I think it really shows, you know, how much, you know, we want something. And then if there's any underlying beliefs around it, that keeps us from truly getting to where we want that energy that's underneath. I can share a story that relates to this also, because, you know, I've been on on the journey as we all have been right in, in some aspect of our lives. And my journey has really been around the last couple of years around trying to find my own worthiness of going out on my own in my own practice of uh, psychotherapy and not having the comfort of an agency or someone else providing the work for me or, you know, the clients and and the people that I want to work with. And so there was always this belief that, you know, I couldn't do it on my own or I couldn't make it on my own. And, and I had to really look at that and recognize what was underneath that. And I realized that I had this belief that, you know, I couldn't do it on my own and I needed someone else to support me. And I recognized too, through different various practices 
you know, self-awareness and really diving deep into what was the energy that was running that. But I was really giving my power away to other people who were maybe sharing their own stories or telling me, oh, that's going to be too hard or, you know, that's, you know, you're not going to make enough money to support yourself or, you know, and, and for me personally, it, it had to do around the, the masculine energy and, and what power I was giving to the masculine, because that was always a dominating force for me, but that could show up for, you know, as anything for anybody, it, you know, it can, you know, what is that and where does the, where do those beliefs come from? Because those can be deeply rooted and it really, you know, when we're trying to get to what we want in life, we, you know, we have the power to create really whatever we want. And I truly believe that. And, you know, it's really getting underneath that, you know, to what we're trying to create, because when we can get underneath the energy of what is preventing us, because it's not that we can't have it, it's becoming more in alignment with our, our energy. And that's really the important piece, I think, for a lot of people to, to recognize. So true. And I love how you bring up this point of like giving my power away. And I think we we do that on a very subconscious level. We don't really realize that we can have the thing, the situation, but we're giving our power away. For me personally, and it was giving my power away to Western medicine beliefs and doctors that said, this is what you need to do. They also had a belief that I would never be healed. And so I took that in literally. Now I'm not blaming Western medicine. It it definitely serves a purpose, but my belief system was rooted around giving away my power, my belief that my body is designed to heal, giving it away to a more Western belief medicine that says, well, we'll just give you these things to cover up the symptoms, but you'll never actually be healed. And so that was the, as you say, underlying energy that I was actually living from and trying to like cover it up with a intention statement that was almost like in conflict. And so I would bounce back and forth between, okay, who am I really giving my power away to? I think one of the most important questions, this was a fellow energy healer that asked me, she says, how are your, and you can fill in the blank here. For me, it was uh, my autoimmune condition, but you can fill in the blank with work situation. How is it serving you? Initially, I was like, oh, it's not serving me. What are you talking about? You know, me being in stomach pain is not serving me at all. But when I really found that underlying energy, it's like, oh, I actually use my symptoms as an excuse to play it small mm-hmm. and not actually step into this belief I do have that my body can, it's designed to heal. Mm-hmm. But if I'm giving away my power, to this other belief system, then it keeps me small and I can stay in a familiar, not not necessarily healthy place, but I can stay in a familiar place out of fear. Yes. And I think, you know, and I know we've done an episode on that, but it's definitely worth bringing attention to again here of, of that idea of playing small. And there's, you know, whether or not it's 
in your health situation or in work situation or living the life that you want traveling or, you know, whatever there is that you want and that you haven't received there, you know, why is, why haven't you achieved that yet? Or why haven't you, you know, taken those steps and, you know, that playing small and, you know, I think oftentimes there is that comfort, right? Or that it's a way of serving. And I've been asked that question many times and I, I'll ask my clients that too, because, you know, there's usually an upside to that energy that we've been holding on to. And there's usually a, a comfort, you know, and it, it seems, you know, counterintuitive, but really when we tap into that, it's really recognizing that it has been serving a purpose and we have to let go of that sometimes, but, you know, in a gentle, loving way, because, you know, by shaming that part of ourselves is not going to work, right? So I like to really talk with that part of myself that says, hey, like, why am I playing small here? What is keeping me stuck? And, you know, loving that part, because when we love that part, we, it, it can help to, it can start to feel safe. And then, then it starts to release the grip a little bit more. And so then we can make room for the other energy that we want to create. But, you know, as we are looking at that energy, tapping into some of these practices um, that can really help to, to move that energy. But first, you know, it's really also identifying what those triggers are. What are those triggers to create us to play small or play it safe? you know, and, and diving into that to become self-aware around that. Yeah. Looking at our triggers, I think is huge because often they are so subconscious for me, because I was desiring so, so deeply to be healthy. I would, you know, go on social media or see a woman who is like full of energy and she looked great. And that would just trigger me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still, I'm still struggling. I'm, I should have this, like should, you know, I should have this figured out by now. I should be feeling better. I'm not that old, you know, and it would be this tailspin of negative emotions triggered by looking at genuinely healthy people. And so I'm not saying that we can't use those, those individuals to help motivate us. Uh, but for me, it was this comparison. Mm -hmm. And comparison can be such a huge trigger and lead us into this, oh, I should be further than along than I am right now. Or what's the story that we take on when we see other people? Yeah. And, you know, one of the triggers for me, too, was, you know, seeing other people already having what I want. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh, well, it's already out there. They're already doing what I want. So I can't have that, too. Right. Mm. And so there's this belief that, you know, there wasn't enough to go around. And once I started to shift that, I was like, well, I'm going to show up as my authentic self. Like, what do I have to offer? And that was, you know, recognizing the energy that I was creating by comparing myself or making myself, you know, separate than my goal or separate, you know, than what I was this person, this person I was looking at, and they, you know, they had all these things. And 
wanted to do what I wanted to do, or they were doing what I wanted to do. And then, you know, so I had to create a more of an equal energy, you know, within myself and raise my worthiness because that worthiness of that, that there is enough abundance to go around, whether or not it's, you know, we're talking monetary abundance or we're talking using our voice and and our passions and our authenticity. Because if there's ever a time for any of us to raise up and speak our truth and and have what we want, the time is now. It's not in the future. It's, you know, it's now and starting to work on that. And we can, we can really have all of our, our dreams and our goals and our visions. Yes, I wholeheartedly agree. And I love how you talked about there, there is this epidemic of not enoughness and we can fill in the blank with what the not enoughness is, but I think it comes back to this. I am and like, I am enough and really grounding in that statement of I am and starting to make little shifts. And so that's how it started for me. I still held on to the, I am healed. I still held on to that, but I started to like, imagine as if like, how would I start my day? How would a healthy person like the person, you know, I may see that has what I have, like, how did they start their day? And granted, I wasn't in the capacity to do it all like them. That's where perfectionism can sneak in there, Mm -hmm. but just to take one small step and be like, okay, a healthy person start starting with meditation. And so I did that for just a very short amount of time. I think oftentimes we have this all or nothing approach for me being yes, card carrying perfectionistic person. um, I tend to think it's got to be all or just, you know, forget it. And we can fall into this trap. And so I got to remind myself, hey, B minus effort. Um, And maybe for other listeners, it might be C plus effort, but whatever it is, just taking that one small step to live as if. Mm -hmm. So we start to, again, slowly turn the barge to really our lifestyle looks like what we are desiring. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think, you know, that is a epidemic too, as far as like the perfectionism goes, I think so many people live in this needing to be perfect or, you know, and so we, we have to just recognize just putting it out there, just putting, you know, starting the process and the momentum will build, but that perfectionism can keep a lot of people stuck. And one of the things that can be really helpful is to feel that stuckness, right? If there is a stuckness or an emotion that's there, right? Where do you feel that in your body? And and tune into that energy because everything shows up in the body and our bodies are our barometer, right? So it's really giving us, you know, all the messages we need. And so if there is something that is keeping you from where you want to be, you know, where are you, where is it showing up in your body? And, and, just feeling that and sometimes just making it tangible, asking yourself, one, where do you feel that energy? Does it have a shape? A lot of times it will show up as a shape. Just use your intuition, whatever comes through. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? And so does it have a shape? Does it have a color? You know, sometimes it may have a texture. How big is it? Does it expand within your body or outside of your body? And then just tune into that energy and you can breathe into that energy 
and imagine breathing that energy out. And so you might even imagine a, a healing light going right into that space and then breathing that out. And then, yeah, like you said, Brenda, also acting as if, because once you remove that energy, you know, what is it you want to fill it with? Embody that, like feel that. So more than just a conscious, you know, mind tool, like you're, you're actually feeling into that. And if you have a hard time feeling, think about another time you have felt that in your past. So if you want to feel confidence, right? When was the last time you felt confident and tune into that time because the body remembers, the body will remember how you felt in that moment. And you can bring that energy. Remember, emotions are just energy in motion, whether it's good or I mean, I don't even say good or bad, but feeling that energy and embodying that, allow that emotion to expand throughout your whole being and just feel that and then tune into what it is you want to create. That's a beautiful explanation. It, it reminds me of a woman I was coaching recently. And for her, when I asked her, like, where do you feel? She was really struggling with anxiety. Like, where do you feel it? She's like, oh my gosh, it's like a tornado in my head. And so she was like moving her arms around her head. Like, it's like totally uncontrollable and, and I don't know what to do. And so we embodied earth energy mm. and I'm like, okay, breathe like down into the earth and like wiggle your toes, feel the soles of your feet. So you embody the groundedness and the rootedness that you do want to feel when it feels like mm -hmm. a storm in, in your head when experiencing anxiety. So mm -hmm. be, I would just say, encourage our listeners, like, where do you feel it? And what would create either balance or what would create what you do want uh, mm -hmm. to see in, you know, in your life. And I think the embodiment part, because oftentimes we, we get kind of stuck in our heads and we get very analytical about everything and we forget that we have a body. Uh, so we just really need to feel it and recognize, okay, I can shift this energy, the emotional energy by tuning in deeply. Mm -hmm. And to remember that the universe is a magnet to emotion, mm -hmm. right? And so when we feel into that emotion and that we can truly replace that underlying energy or belief, right? We're just transmuting it. We're moving that energy to replace it with what we want to create. The universe is going to feel that on a much deeper level. And that's how things start getting into the flow. And then we can start really manifesting what it is we truly, truly want. It just takes those, those shifts that really happen, but we have to be proactive about it mm -hmm. and not let things happen to us. Things are happening for us, but we have to be proactive in that process. Yes. Life is always happening for us, even when we don't see it. And mm -hmm. I have to say, when I was really struggling at a low point uh, with my health, it was hard it was difficult to see that, but it's just taking those small steps each day, having a community to support me in that. And one of my favorite tools that I learned actually from uh, a holistic community was thymus tapping. And I know, Stacey, you're really aware of this one. And I've been doing this with my clients who feel like their, their intention for the year is still just like stuck in their heads. It hasn't really dropped down and become who they are. 
And for our listeners, envision this or catch us on YouTube. Uh, just below your thymus gland, there's this little bony notch right below the collarbone. It's called your thymus gland. And uh, this is, I mean, an immune booster. This is such a direct energetic connection to the heart space uh, where we live from the heart. And you can tap or rub. It's kind of an intuitive uh, guess on if you want something more soothing, you can rub the thymus gland. It also stimulates our endocrine system, um, or you can gently tap. It's more of an activating um, kind of sensation. And as you know, you are breathing deep, either tapping or rubbing your thymus gland, you're saying your intention, whether that's out loud or to yourself. And it's just really driving it into the energetic body and our physical body. I love that exercise and that practice. It's really powerful because the thymus actually ends up shrinking the older we get. I actually created, created a YouTube video on this. I was thinking it was probably back in like 2013 or 14. And so I think it's still on YouTube. I haven't taken it down, but, um, you know, just a practice on, on, yeah, tapping on that because the more, when you tap on that, you're tapping in that energy. And then you're also, you're also allowing it to expand. It will grow back and it will continue to, you know, help support you in your, in your manifestations and boost your immune system at the same time. So it's a really beautiful practice. Some other, other practices also, or, you know, emotional freedom technique, you know, feeling tapping. into the emotion of, yeah, some more tapping, which can be really powerful process. I use that for a lot of movement of energy. And so that's another healing tool to, to think about as well. Yeah. There are so many energy healing techniques that can help clear out old beliefs systems. So we create space for the new belief system that we are adopting in no matter what time of the year mm -hmm. that it is. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star review either on iTunes or Spotify or liking us on Facebook. I'm Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer, I offer coaching online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find more about my work, my book and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. And you can check out our links in the show notes. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heatherlyn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heatherlyn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynmusic.com. 
And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. <laughs>